This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib was Ja'far bin Abu Talib radiallahu an related to Sayyidina Ali radiallahu an. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. One good news here. The International Court Prosecutor says he will intensify investigations in Palestinian territories. The way I understand it, he will investigate the crimes, the war crimes and the crimes against humanity and so forth committed by the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel against the babies, children, civilians, women, more than 15,000, 16,000 of them murdered and martyred and so forth. And every Jutla who the Hamas or Jihad Islami or any Palestinian kills, we have no empathy, sympathy. Let me be honest about this because you are so super terrorists, you occupying our land, you came there as refugees, you came there as squatters, and then they gave you food, they gave you shelter, and you were a puppy that time, and now you have become the bulldog, and you want to kick them out and bite them and stab them in the back. So why should we have sympathy for you? Just give me one reason. So we need to understand everything in its proper perspective. So Abu Talib, you must Remember, was the uncle of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alaihi wasallam. His son, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu wa he becomes the fourth successor of the Master alayhi salam, the son-in-law of Habibuna, of the Prophet Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then you must remember that he has a brother, Ja'far, Ja'far al-Tayyar, ayyatiru fil jannah. So it is there in Mu'ta, in Jordan. So Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam sent them but already warned them that remember that you Zaid that is Zaid whose name is mentioned in the Quran Zaid bin Harisa you will carry the flag and then you'll be martyred thereafter then you Jafar and you must carry the flag then you will be martyred there and then you Abdullah bin Rawaha you must carry the flag you will be martyred and thereafter make Mashura have consultation and that's exactly what happened all three of them became martyred Thursday in Mu'ta, that is there in Jordan. Now they made it very nice, wonderful facilities there. And they have a brief profile on each one of these great, great eminent Sahaba. And thereafter, we should remember this, that now they chose Khalid bin Walid. And when he brought the army back home on that occasion, when an incident takes place and a Quranic verse or verses are revealed, you call that sababun nuzul or asbabun nuzul. The reason why this verse or verses were revealed. And an incident takes place during the time of Mustafa wasallam. He, the master, articulates and says something, remember that. Connected to that incident, you call that sababul wurud, asbabul wurud, the reason, rationale, why the Master uttered that fatwa, verdict, advice, and what have you. So on that occasion, when he returned with the army from Mu'ta to Medina Munawwara, the Master addressed Khalid, Khalid bin Walid, and told him, You are safeun min suyufillah, that you are one of the swords of all Allah. Therefore, we take his name and say, Sayyidullah. When he, Jafar, became Shaheed, 
tazrifan. The tears, Mubarak, of the Master, والسلام, were rolling down, and the Sahaba were wondering what's happening. Then the Master, والسلام, addressed the people in Medina, that what must you do? That remember Jafar, who has passed on, Isna'u li ali Ja'farin tu'ama. Isna'u li ali Ja'farin tu'ama. You, the people, rally and take food and all that to Sayyidina Jafar al-Dilanu's wife, children, people there, because now a calamity, disaster has struck them. Today, when there's Mount Mayyid, somebody passed away, so we want to go just sit there and eat there, kulu wa shrabu, eat and drink and then sleep. That's wrong, that you, the locals, you must be the one to cook the food and take the food there, and you should be serving the guests to come from far and wide not that you just sit there and just eat and drink like a big visitor so that is unacceptable and this is the beauty of Islam so we should understand all these things properly this person says that we recently bought a house what dua can we read to save from the evil eyes because money is just going to the house every day something and something is breaking Mufti Sahib Remember that Jafar al-Dillanu's arms were also like amputated by the enemy in the battle and he took the banner and kept it in his stumps, like, you know, stump, not cricket stump, there in his hands. So then Nabi sallallahu gave great tidings, Yatiru fil Jannah, he's flying in Jannah in paradise. So therefore we call him Jafar al-Tayyar, Jafar the plane that is flying there in Jannah al-Firdos. You bought a new house or you built a new house or you moved into a new house. So what must you read? Read Surah Baqarah, the entire Surah. And if you can do it like today, use your leisure time in the pleasure of all material. All of you, husband, wife, children, everybody, read the entire Surah Baqarah. So what will happen then? Iqra' Surah Al-Baqarah. Read it. فَإِنَّ أَخْذَهَا بَرَكَةً It will bring barakah, blessing. وَتَرْكَهَا hasra, And you don't read it, then it brings about remorse and regret. Remember. So that is if you don't read it. And then, وَلَا يَسْتَطِيْهُهَا الْبَطَلَةً The evil forces can never overpower the surah. Yeah? So that is surah al-Baqarah. So therefore, that you should read it abundantly. Not just put on the CD and you listen to it. You must read it, Nabi Alayhi said. And then you will find barakah and blessing as well. If a lady has been examined by her gynecologist, is ghusl fard on her after that? Remember when a lady goes for an internal checkup and so forth, so ghusl taking a bath is not mandatory compulsory upon her, but it is something that is very, very, you must remember, desirable, meritorious, virtuous to do so. So we will say, yes, it's good habit, but it's not compulsory. Next person is, uh, next question that has come in. This person says that I have committed every type of sin a person can actually think of. What do I do? How do I go about repenting? Remember Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, teaches us in chapter 39, verse number 53. 
Ya ibadi alladina asrafu ala anfusim. Oh my servants who went beyond the limits. You committed kufr, shirk, zina, fornication, adultery, riba, drugs, alcohol, and casino, and everything, and abortion also for your girlfriend and what have you. So all that was done, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, yet Allah Ta'ala is arhamur rahimin, the most merciful one to show mercy. What does he say? Chapter 39, verse 33. Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah. And then what did Allah say? Inna Allah yaghfiru dhunuba jami'a. Almighty Allah remember will forgive all the sins. So leave people, they'll castigate you, criticize you. You speak to Almighty Allah and Almighty Allah will forgive us through His benevolence, grace and mercy. What is the journey of the soul from the time of death? Remember the best book is Kitabul Ruh by Allama Ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah rahimahullah, the celebrated scholar student of Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah. Somebody wrote a translation of it. I had it somewhere. So I don't know if I gave it to somebody else or what. But anyway, so remember that it is called The Journey of the Soul. You can just Google it. The Journey of the Soul by Hafiz Ibn Qayyim or just Ibn Qayyim. Ibn Qayyim is with a Q. Q-A-Y-Y-I-M. So there he explains, but it's a very abridged version. And the original work that I have, Kitab so there you will find everything there that you need to know. The khulasa, the summary of it is this. If a person passes away with Iman Islam, then the rule goes, you must remember, and is waiting now for the day of justice and then entry into Jannah. But the fragrance of Jannah and all the good things are already coming to him. I just give an example that will resonate with you with our puny little brains. You're going from here to Australia, New Zealand, somewhere very far, right? So you went via Dubai or wherever. So they put you in a first-class lounge. You must remember that. So now they got this gadget, that gadget, and so many things there. You must remember that. But your plane is only after six, eight, ten hours. So that is to show you ikram and honor. And remember, the non-Muslim dies. He's sane and mature. So remember, it's like they take a person in custody, in prison and jail, and they leave him there. And they tell him, your court case will be next year, February, next year, March, and so forth. So, so many things can happen. You must remember that. But we are Muslims, so we must always cry to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you forgive us. Ya Allah, you accept us for your deen. Ya Allah, you bless us and bless our children. So all these are issues that are very, very important, and we should take cognizance of it. This message says, my wife and mother do not get along. If we get selected for Hajj, do I take both of them or just my mother? I'm afraid they might ruin the Hajj if they are together. This, my brother, is Meme Tutu story. Meme Tutu, I say, you say, he say, she say story. So you're asking me, I will tell you, you must take your wife and you must take your mother. Who will take your wife if you're not going to take her? Who will take your mother if you're not going to take her? And you must tell them from now. Tell them every day they must write it down in Arabic, English, Zulu, whatever they know. The size of the tongue is small, but the crime it commits is very, very big. 
So that was the ring of Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah. What a genius he was, you must remember, that he, for his own Islam, his own reformation, he wrote that. But millions and thousands of people till today are benefiting from that. So we should also use these type of things there that you must that will bring about reformation within ourselves. If one has to give a person zakat money, do you need to mention to them that it's zakat? So you, brother, the previous question, take both. Take your wife and take your mother, and from now you should start reading Surah 2, Chapter 2, Verse 128. So, oh, beloved Allah, that what you do, that you, you know, we're begging Almighty Allah, Jalla for forgiveness and so forth. So we beg Almighty Allah for our forgiveness, for our parents and everybody else. So we can only do that for Muslims and not for non-Muslims. So we should remember these things here as well. And we should also make dua that we pass away with Iman and Islam. So that is the Wafani Muslimah wa al-Hiqni bisalihin. So what was the other part of the question, Officer? The next question was, if you have to give uh, a person zakat money, do you need to mention to them that it is zakat? Ah. So you must remember, you just make intention in your heart, and that will suffice, you must remember. You don't have to spell it out to the recipient that this hundred and thousand and five thousand I'm giving you is zakat and so forth. You just make intention and it will suffice. But there are two, three conditions. The person you are giving it to must be a Muslim. You can't give non-Muslims. Second one, he must be a poor, deserving person. Can't be a rich people and all that. You must remember that you got cars, you got you know cell phones you got TVs and you got all these gadgets and now they're still looking for interest money and all that so that will not be acceptable is there any mazhab which allows the imam to perform the first salah with his hands unfolded meaning kept on the side and to end the salah with one salam only so remember that the Malikis, they keep their hand on the side and then they make salam. So the Malikis say even one salam will suffice. So you will find the Malikis doing that. But people get confused. The Shias also do something like that. So the Shias don't make salam like me and you where we turn our head and all that to the right and left. They pick up their hand and then they strike it on their thigh once, twice, thrice. And that is how they end the salat, you must remember. So everything of the Shias is different, remember that. So much so, even husband-wife relationship is different. They say they like backdoor business, you see, the Shias, the Kufar, so they like backdoor business. So what is backdoor? They say they can sodomize their wives also, it is permissible. So with her consent and permission and so forth. So we must be very, very careful with who we mingle nowadays and what really is happening. So imagine you mingle with this kind of guys here, they will try and le- and legalize it and legitimize it and so forth and so on. Decide for mental exhaustion, fatigue and headaches. What can one do or read? The best is to read La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu nadharimeen chapter number 21 and verse number 87 the dua of Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam while he was swallowed by the fish remember and in the belly of the fish so he kept on reading that and Allah Ta'ala gave him glad tidings we rescued him from the worry, sorry, anxiety 
وَكَذَلِكَ نُنْجِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And remember that Allah Ta'ala says, similarly, we will help and assist the believers also. So these type of du'as, we should all be learning and reading it and do so regularly and punctually. What's the Sunnah method of entering the Qabristan or the Maqbara and also is there specific ayahs to read at the head side and the leg side of the of the deceased? Remember, enter with your right foot and say, Assalamu alaikum, that also is sufficient. Yeah, when we entered, remember, when we left here yeah, from Heidelberg, so I told Hafiz Anwar, let's go to my parents' grave, my brothers' and others' grave. So we went there. When we entered Newcastle, we went to Azad Qasim Sema's grave, and then we went to the farm of MP Muhammad Parak. Allah reward him, mashallah. And thereafter, on Friday, so we went there to Denhauser, mashallah, and we went to my neighbor Ibrahim Desai, who passed away, and Musa Haji. Mufti Fayyazur Rahim was teaching Darulum, so his grave, and MP's mother's grave, and so forth. And then we pray for everybody. So remember like that, that is very, very good to go to the graveyard once a week at least. And remember, if you can't go every week, then every second week. But why we should go? So that we also take heed and lesson from here. That today somebody else's baby children are killed. So remember, that can happen to us as well. Allah Ta'ala and Pass in his mercy. So what must you read? Assalamu alaikum. Read the whole dua. Assalamu alaikum ya ahlul qubur. Yaghfirullahu lana wa lakum antum salafuna wa nahnu bil athar. That you, the people inmates of the grave, that we beg Allah to forgive us, forgive you. You are the vanguard. You passed away before us. And we are following in your footsteps. We all have to die one day. There's no question about that. Kullu nafsin daikatul maut. What should you read? Iqra Yasin ala mawtakum. Read Surah Yasin. The hadith is reported by Ma'akil bin Yasar radiallahu ta'ala an. And he, Ma'akil bin Yasar's hadith is mentioned in Mustafa Ahmad and Abu Dawood ibn Majah. Iqra Yasin ala mawtakum. So read Surah Yasin for your deceased. So you can read that. If you want to read something particular by the head side, feet side, so then read Surah Fatiha, Surah Baqarah, and then the yeah, the lake side, remember you read. So you read the ending of Surah Baqarah. So starting, you read David the head side. And feet side, you read, you must remember, the ending of Surah Baqarah. And that is from Aman al-Rasul, Bima Unzila. So you read that as well. So Abdullah ibn Umar and Sahaba, they should do that. So therefore, all permissible, no problem with it. Is it correct to say that the aqiqah for a girl is either one goat or sheep? And is it permissible for this person to slaughter more than one animal, like two or three goats or sheep for a girl? And will all this be considered as aqiqah? Brother, in Islam, you must remember, we have certain designated quantities and amount. You say something extraordinary happened today. So Maghrib time, you don't want to perform three rakat salat, you want to read four rakat. Asr time, you don't want to read four rakat, you want to read five rakat. I'm not speaking about by mistake or unintentionally. That intentionally, deliberately you want to do that, so that's not permissible. That is how it becomes bid'ah. Man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu fawaraddun. So that this type of bid'ah must be totally eradicated and so forth and so on. So that's the first issue.
So now it is said for a boy, then ishatun, one goat or one sheep. For a girl, it is shatan, two goats or two sheep. So that is what I gave you that example here. So we, you must remember, should always try and understand that whatever is mentioned in Quran Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah, that's always the best and not what we think is the best. So that's how we go wrong. And second way we go wrong is what our intentions is so. So Jaisi Niyat, Waisi Barakah. So our intention must be to serve the deen of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala and then you will find that how Almighty Allah will bless us with nur and with knowledge and irradiance and effulgence, inshallah. This person says that my cat is 16 years old, not eating for two weeks, just water, having water. Is it permissible to end her pain, like put her to sleep forever? I need advice. Yes, 100% euthanasia, euthanasia and euthanasia is permissible, remember, for animals and so forth. Human being is not permissible. So you had the cat for long now, so remember that. You just tell them, Dave, the SPCA or whoever, and they can put it to sleep and there's no sun upon you but for human beings somebody's father mother somebody's son daughter very very ill and now they tell you they do this do this so as a muslim you must say Allahumma in kanatil hayatu khayral lahu fa ahihi Ya Allah, if life is better for this person, give him life. Wa in kanatil wafatu khayral lahu fatawafahu. Ya Allah, if death is better, you must remember for this person, yeah, so then give him death. So that is Islam. We don't say, no, just give injection and let him die. Oh, we just go and throttle his neck or something. So we must remember this, that all Allah gave us a deen that is makbul in acceptance. So accepted in the court of all Allah Jalla is there a prophet who is known as Israel? So you must remember, you won't say prophet, so you must remember this, that first you will say, Ya Bani Israel. So we need to understand that Israel is not the name of the Nabi. The name of the Nabi is Yaqub a.s. So Israel is the laqab, is the title. So there's a difference between that. One is the name, so the name is Yaqub a.s. And Israel is a title given to him. So you don't say Israel, you say that Yaqub a.s. And Allah Ta'ala says, Ya Bani Israel, you will say that they are the progeny and the children of Nabi Ishaq a.s. So remember that that is why you will find various places in the Quran Ya Bani Israel Ya Bani Israel so that's why because it's the title of your of people you must remember like Nabi Yaqub salam. so that means Abdullah the slave of Almighty Allah so that is how we need to understand it one is the name and one is the title is it permissible to give sadaqah to one's needy son or one's needy child? To give zakat to them is not permissible to your children and so forth, or interest and so. So give them halal money. So you make intention of lillah for the love, pleasure of Almighty Allah. Oh, sadaqah. But this sadaqah is voluntary charity, not compulsory one. So in a case like that, if your parents gave you that hundred rand, thousand rand, whatever, and it is, they told you, it's lillah, it's sadaqah. So it's permissible for you that you must remember that you, you know, take that money, use it, or whatever, and so forth. But in a case, you must remember where people that are just, you know, 
wasting time and all that, then obviously you can't give them all those kind of things there. So that when we speak of our children, then we must spend on them halalan tayyiba. So zakat we can't give them. You can't give zakat to children, grandchildren. You can't give to your parents and grandparents. But lilla money, sadaqah, voluntary sadaqah, not compulsory sadaqah like fitra, sadaqatul fitr and so, that is not permissible that you give them. Is it permissible to read 29 parts of the Quran and leave the last part uh, to read when one is going for Umrah and complete the Quran and in the meanwhile start another Quran as well? That's not desirable. Remember that what will happen, how you know you'll be alive by next week or next month when you go for Umrah and then you say that you will complete the Quran Sharif there and so forth. So we would not you understand, encourage that. We will say you are in South Africa, Mauritius, Hong Kong, Amanskral, wherever so you must complete the Quran Sharif there, make the dua there and then everything is fine. So not that you postpone it and delay it for one month or two weeks or three weeks or five weeks and so forth and you say no you will you know make the khatam there and so forth yes you are there and now you say in Makkah Medina you say that now I'm waiting for the special occasion then I will make khatmul Quran so that's a different issue you must remember that so that you are there and that's why you are doing it when the hajis go I tell them complete the Quran on the 9th of Zul Hijjah and then make dua so you must remember that your duas will be accepted myself also with Allah's help 2011 that with Allah's help Allah's mercy we went inside the Kaaba Musharrafah the Baytullah and that was you must the first time only we went so you see that all the duas were made in sajda because they told us that once you raise your head and so forth then remember that they got police there then they'll take you out and tell you your time is up and so forth so it's just a case like you know for us to use our common sense and then things will be good inshallah this person says that my nephew has been in hospital for a week now and has jaundice and is not getting any better. Mufti Sahib's advice, any du'as? Read Surah Fatiha. Allah Jalla made a Surah Fatiha, a Shifa for people. One name of it is Surah to Shifa. Then read Ya Salamu, Ya Salamu abundantly. Read La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kundumina abundantly. And like that, inshallah, then you must remember Allah Ta'ala will bless the spouses, Allah Ta'ala will bless them all, and so forth. So, dua, charity, all that is very, very effective, inshallah, for people who are ill also. Many messages like this is coming. Um, this person is saying that you know we are getting depressed day by day with what's happening in Gaza. What, what can we do besides the arm of this? Many things you can do. I spoke, you must remember, oh yeah, Jumma I had in, in uh, Newcastle, Town Masjid, Jami Masjid. So the last two minutes, this is I spoke because I only had 20 minutes there. I said, now you understood everything. Who are the Jews? Who are the Zionists? Who are Hamas? And what's really happening in Gaza? So how and what should we do? First thing, Iqra, read, read, read. We don't even know who is Yahya Sinwar. We don't even know who is Ismail Haniya. We don't even know who the Palestinians are and so forth and who the Jutlas are. So number one, we have to read. 
Number two, we have to take people and give them some help, some monetary assistance and so forth. So in that way there, you have them. That's why if people ask me now that in December, January, it's better to go for Umrah or it's better to go Aqsa. I'll tell you rather go Aqsa. Umrah, you've been there so many times. If you're going first time, it's a different issue. But Umrah, normally the people who go now December, January, they've been before. So you'll get more sawab. You go, mashallah, to Aqsa al-Mubarak, and that's how you can enter. And then you take million, two million, five million, whatever they allow. And then you go yourself, and then you go and distribute it. You must remember there. So that is what, that will be a wonderful gesture on your part. So number one is read. Number two is dua. Third is charity. You must remember. Fourth is go there with your children and so forth. Fifth will be you fasten a haram from there. So we fasten a haram there in 2000 and so forth. Or was it, you must remember, 2001. No, 2002 we fasten a haram there, yeah. 2002. So in a case like that, you must remember that you should have that hope and aspiration and you can have thousands of people. You take zakat money, sadaqah money, all that. And in that way, you go for Umrah just for yourself and maybe your family. But you go to Palestine, you go to Jerusalem, you go to Hebron, you go to all these places. So many people there are unemployed and they have problems and so forth. So in a way like that, you could become a greater asset to them in that part of the world. So that is my advice, remember. We see Jazakallah Khairan to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program has been brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. After the break, we continue. And towards the end, Mufti Sahib will be concluding the program with a dua for the oppressed throughout the world. I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn, the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Then labor and toil in the fields so in seed, we would witness the farm transform. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. Then the day came, I will never forget. When they pulled our roots from the soil They slashed every vine And they chopped every tree Every chicken inside they killed I was a grapevine in Palestine And I have a story to tell The farmers watched in vain Filled with tears and pain As the bullets went flying in Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and continuing with this afternoon Q&A program well this is a message that has come from the listeners for Mufti Sahib Jazakallah khairan for your time and Jazakallah khairan for your radio programs my mother has recently started listening to it and she follows all your programs Alhamdulillah your program really helps a lot of the older generation who are nervous about asking questions and they all enjoy the world news events 
Our neighbor is 85 years old, and he also tells us how there is nobody like you in the country. You give a lot of people a reason to be enthusiastic about Deen. Mufti Sahib's comment on this. Barakallahu feek. Before we comment on that, we will just say Jazakallah khair and make dua. Allah Ta'ala grant us ikhlas, sincerity, istiqamat, steadfastness, and kabuliyat, mashallah. And you know, wherever we go, then you know, I really see how people really, really appreciate it. Allah Ta'ala make easy and accept it. Quickly, let me just read here, day 84. So, rocket sirens sound in Gaza border community. So, that's where the Jutlas are, right? So, our Hamas brothers are still shooting their projectiles, rockets, whatever, and wherever it hits is legitimate. Whether it hits anybody there or destroys their buildings or whatever, so all that is fine. We've got no problem with that. Despite, despite, you understand, wartime recommendations, hazardous material continue to be transported close to residential areas in Haifa and so forth. So heavy bombardment reported in southern Gaza Strip as Israel expand campaign against Hamas. Extend meaning that they just kill anybody, you must remember, children and whoever. Rocket siren sound in southern city of Ashkelon. You see Ashkelon? Asqalan, Hafiz ibn Hajar Asqalani. Communities near the Gaza border. So remember that is what it is. Now look at the Haramis. They want to fight, they want to occupy, they want to steal, and they're the biggest crooks, remember that. They stole the whole of Palestine, basically. Israel's proposed is buffer zone in Gaza will not bring security it seeks. See? That Netanyahu and him say, no, we must have a buffer zone. And then they say Hamas and Palestinians must be demilitarized. But you got all the arms and ammunitions. They got all their homemade ones. You must remember that. And yet they're defeating you, your Haramis. So therefore, they dispatch every day two, three, ten, twenty Israeli Jutlas. We're very happy about that. You must remember that because we know you can't last long because you thought that they will just surrender. They're not going to surrender their men of faith and iman for them to embrace martyrdom is an honor in itself you must remember that and you can't say that because you know you're going straight to hell so that is what you should know Kala, 85 years old and so forth Jazakallah khairan make dua for the sinner and so forth yesterday whilst I was at Darulum Summa Dokrat phoned she's 84 years old she said Beta where are you she calls me Beta always so she told me that she is there by brother brother Abu Bakr Parak's place brother Abu Bakr Parak passed away 3-4 years ago I think so I said Ma I'm definitely coming I'm in a program here but night I'll come after Maghrib between Maghrib Isha so mashallah then I saw the sun there also Hafiz Shiraz Parak I said bye you better go to the house there and then I'm also coming there just now so mashallah when I went there so Hafiz Shiraz Parak was there and then you must remember that Mona Abdul Aziz Amot Mona Triple A he's a very good friend of Brother Shiraz so he was there also and then uh, Shiraz's uh, mother was also there so and you must remember Baker Parak Abu Bakr Parak passed away so as soon as I went there she said beta beta and she's 84 years old and she's saying we wait in the morning and then then you speak about the jutlas and so forth. I make so much dua, so much dua for you. And Allah 
hifazat kare, Allah protect you, and so forth. So that's what we want. Remember, there's the old people's duas. You must remember that. We don't ask him for anything else. And always make this dua, that Allah, Jalla wa take us with iman. That is the greatest gift. People ask me or you, we will get upset. But people who are awliyaullah, remember, they understand the wisdom. Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi, I went to his grave also. When you go to Baghdad, one side you will find Pirani Pir, Hazrat Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawalullah Marqadaw's grave. So there we went several times, in fact. And then we went to Sayyidu Ta'ifa, the leader of the Sufis and the Awliyaullah, Sheikh Junaid Baghdadi, Rahimahullah. Somebody asked him, Junaid, who is better, you better or the dog there outside running around, the puppy, that is better? Now imagine if a person asks me and you, we will get maybe upset and you'll tell him, hey, what the hell are you asking all this? But these were people of wisdom. He said, Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi, Rahimahullah, said, if I die with Iman and Islam, then I am better than the dog also. And if I die without Iman and Islam, that even the dog is better than me. See what the profound, beautiful answer he gave. So always we should make this dua, Tawaffani Muslima, Walhiqni Bisaliheen, and we must make dua for our students, for our children, grandchildren. Fala tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun. You must never die except that you have through Iman and Islam within yourself. Allah Jalla grant our Madokrat, Ben Dokrat, and our Baker Parak, Abu Bakr Parak, Faisal Parak, MP Muhammad Parak, all of them the greatest, greatest reward. You must remember they're doing so much for Darulum, Newcastle, Subhanallah. And those who passed on, Allah Ta'ala give them nur and illuminate their graves and grant them Jannatul Firdaus Allah, those who are alive, Allah grant them Siha, Afia, good health, wealth, honor, and perfect Iman and Islam. Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to keep frames that have the name of Allah and Nabi Sallallahu and Islamic symbols as masjids of Mecca, Medina, Al-Aqsa? Is it permissible to keep that? 100% permissible. Remember, you keep in your lounge, in your dining room, and all that permissible. However, in your bedroom, there we will not tell you. You should not keep it there. You know, a lot of gymnastics takes place there and so forth. Husband, wife, and us, and all these type of things there. You change there and sometimes you're not properly clothed and so forth. Chapter 22, verse 32, When you show respect to Sha'airullah, the symbols of all Allah, that is the sign that you have taqwa through piety, Allah consciousness in your heart. So yes, we will encourage it. You put Aital Kursi, you put Majidul Aqsa, you put Makkah Mukarra, Madina Munawara, you put your local masjid. So a lot of things you can do. You must remember that. You put the whole Quran today you got. So you know the person who wrote, you must remember that he writes, he's the calligrapher of every Quran Sharif day in the Haramain Sharifain, Sheikh Usman Hussein Taha. That's his full name. There is a ten Usman Taha. But he told me his full name is Usman Hussein Taha. So Khattatul Quran, the greatest calligrapher living today in the Arabic language. So Allah Ta'ala grant him Siha Afia is well in his eighties, eighty seven, eighty eight around there, maybe near to ninety or so eighty nine or so. So nevertheless you must remember he wrote the whole Qasida Burda. 
And then I saw it by my Ustad, Azad Mufti Rizal Haksab. So he said, Ah, Wakisi Talib, Ya Laya. So I told him I know him and this, then he said, yeah, you can take it. So mashallah, we put it up here on my wall and all that. So qasida burda. So you see, so all these kind of things, then we read it, we, 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 we increase the love for Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa when you read the words there. And so much so, even today, when you go there to Medina Munawwara, these Salafis, they hate it, but they can't change it. So on the wall there, the pillar, you will find some portion of qasida the Burda written there, right next to the Master Alayhi Salatu Salam's court, Mubarak, Roda Mubarak, where the Master Alayhi Salatu Salam is resting. So this shows how much ikhlas and sincerity it was done with. It became makbul and accepted. So much so is right there next to the pillar where the Master Alayhi Salatu Salam is resting. Many are going to be going on a holiday. Now, this question says that uh, that if the distance is greater than 78 kilometers, after driving about 50 kilometers, it was time for Isha Salah. So how many rakats in total do you perform? Do you read Sunnah and Nafil as well? So let's say, for example, I'm going from here to Newcastle, right? So holidays, for example. So now we just came back from Newcastle. I'm just using example. So now I travel from here to Alberton. Just say that, right? I'm using that road. So now from here to Alberton is 50 kilos, 60 kilos. And then it's Salat time. It's all time, Asr time. So I stop the vehicle and I read two rakats. Permissible, 100% permissible. On your return journey, so you stop there in Heidelberg. You stop there in Alberton. You stop there in Germiston. Whichever route you are taking, so you must remember then and from your house to that place is 30, 40, 50 kilos and you need Qasr Salat there so it's totally permissible, no problem it works when you leave your home you look at the destination that what is the distance if it is 48 miles and more or 78 kilometers or more then once you go out of the border of your town of your city so then remember you can start reading and performing the Qasr Salat it doesn't mean physically practically you have to transverse and you have to cover the distance of 78 kilometers or more 48 miles or more no it doesn't mean that it means your intention must be that and then you reach your destination if you're going to stay 14 nights and less so then remember the Hanafi say you read Qasr Salat if you're staying 15 nights and more in that place then you read full Salat Shafi is Maliki somebody say if you're staying 4 nights and more then you read full Salat if it is 1, 2, 3 nights and less than 4 nights then remember you read Qasr Salat so you should understand the Masla properly and Speaking of holidays, remember what Imam Shafi'i Rahimullah said Anni'matu la tanalu bil mahzur. People are going to park in, in, in Sun City. And you know that that is not a good environment, haram environment for Muslims. All the Behayai, all everything haram, they basically goes on. So you go there, night salat time. And from your house there is 100 kilos, 200 kilos, 300 kilos. You say, no, let me, I'm going chill here. I'm going park here. So when you read Zohar, Asar, all that Isha, can you read two rakats? Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmad and him say, no, you can't. 
to obtain these bounties, favors, concessions of Allah cannot be done through haram things. You're going overseas to visit what? The cricketers, soccer players, World Cup, and World this, World that. All haram, all these things, yeah. You say, no, we'll read Qasr Salat. Who told you you can read Qasr Salat? You can't read. Hanafis don't allow Qasr Salat. You must remember that, like how the Shafi'is allow them, you can make Jama and so forth, that you make Qasrun wa Jam'un, that you combine Zohar and Asr. Hanafis never allow that. And remember, Maghrib and Isha, you combine. Hanafis never allow that. So according to Hanafis, to make Jama is not permissible. Shafi'is, Malik, is permissible. And the Shafi'is, Ambalis, and say, if your journey is for vices and sins, the old man is a horny old man. He's going to meet his girlfriend, his mistress, and so forth. She is going to meet her sugar daddy, and so forth. So you can't make Qasr Salat, you can't make Jama, according to Shafi's Hanbalis. So we must be clear on this here. Hanafi say Qasr Salat you can make, while Jama you can't make. So we must know what the real verdict is, according to the great, great scholars. Al-Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah used to say al-fuqaha'u a'alamu bima'anil hadith that the fuqaha the real jurors of Islam they know what is the greater meaning and the import of these ahadith and so forth if you want it go open kitabul janais in Tirmidhi you will find there Sufyan bin Uyena the teacher of Imam Shafi'i used to say waqala Sufyan ay Sufyan bin Uyena rahimahullah Al-Hadith Mudillatun. Hadith will lead you astray. Illa lil fuqaha. Except if you're a faqih, you understand. People will just look for hadith that are easy, easy for them, practice on that, and say, I'm practicing on Quran and Sunnah. So that is the meaning that people sit with translation, translations and think they're going to understand what the Quran says and hadith say. 90% of the time you'll go astray. Self-study has no place in Islam. We must sit at the feet of the true scholar to imbibe and acquire this knowledge. What are the Arabic names of the cities in Palestine? So you must remember that I told you now at Ashkelon. So you must remember it's called that, what do you say, Askalan. Yafa, so that's the Arabic name. They say Haifa, so you must remember like that. So like that you will find many, many Gaza, Gaza in Arabic, you must remember like this. So they will say Yerushalem, so what they why? We say Beitul Maqdis, Beitul Muqaddas, and so English Jerusalem like that. So Al-Quds Al-Sharif, so everywhere where they stole the land, stole and occupied the city and so forth. So the land is Palestine and they say Israel and so forth. So therefore everywhere that you must go to the original name and maintain and retain Khalilur Rahman. They call it Hebron. So what we got to do with Hebron? We know Baruch Goldstein is a super terrorist. He murdered 29 brothers Fajr time in the masjid. So you must remember on the 16th of Ramadan, 1994. So that is what we remember about that. But you must go to the original name and it is Khadirul Rahman. And that will be the friend of all, Matilda. 
Mufti Sahib, what is the preferred way to don the ihram for Umrah if you are traveling first to Makkatul Mukarramah? Can you put on the bottom section, uh, for example, those that are leaving from Durban whilst you're in Durban or Johannesburg or any other parts of yes, the, the world? Yes, 100%. You can do that. You can fasten your ihram here in Durban or in Johannesburg or Cape Town or wherever. And then you make your intention there where you are transiting there. You're going via Cairo, then there you make your intention or via the Dubai or via the Qatar, Doha and so forth. Or you're going with Saudi airline. Then one hour before they land, you make your intention. Normally, they will tell you they are passing, but don't wait for that. Sometimes they delay it also. So rather half an hour, 45 minutes, one hour before you land in Jeddah, then you make your intention and make sure you, the men, you don't have any underwear on and all that. So you go there and you wear your bottom towel, the lower the garment and the, the upper garment, the towel, and so forth. Sometimes people, I get the question, they say they forgot the underwear. No, they all big problems then. So you must remember these kind of things. For the men, that is obviously. So you must remember and you can't fasten ihram in Jeddah itself. Sawa'an bil barri or bil bahri or bil jaw. Irrespective whether you came to Jeddah by boat, by ship, or you came by car and vehicle, or you came by plane or helicopter and so forth. So it's not permissible to fasten ihram there. And that is the fatwa of Sheikh bin Baz, rahim and that's our fatwa also is not permissible. What dua can one read to make a decision as this person needs to decide by this evening? Read Allahumma khirli wa khtarli. Ya Allah, you select the best for me and you choose for me. And whatever comes in your heart, you don't have to sleep, you don't have to dream nothing. Must I go this week? Must I go next week? Must I go to this hospital? Must I go to that hospital? Must I buy this uh, parcel or that parcel? You understand? Business people. Must I buy this car or that car? Must I get married to Aisha or Fatima? Like that. So whatever it is, Allahumma, our beloved Allah. Khirli khara khirli you select the best for me wakhtarli and you choose for me so simple dua in Tirmidhi Sharif as we come to the end there's many that are asking advice for especially parents for their children as we are now in the holiday season many of the schools the, uh, the examinations and tests are over now yesterday when I was completing Riyadu Salihin Kitab finish, so I said, let me give you students some advice. You finish Riyadu Salihin, now you got 40, 50 days holiday, whatever the case is. I say, minimum, if you are a real Talib, Taliba, if you are a true student, every day you must learn one Quranic verse. Every day you must learn one Hadith Sharif. When I say learn, I mean by heart. And every day learn one masla, one fiqhi masla, Hanafi, Shafi, Maliki, Ambali, whatever it is. Then you are using your leisure time in the pleasure of all Allah, Jalla Wala. One. Two, for you, the awam, you, the public, that you got no time there to go study, madrasa, darulum, all that. So now, but you got extra time because you on leave and so many other holidays there are. 15th of December, Friday is holiday, 16th is holiday, 17th is Sunday, and then you got Christmas, 25th, 26th, all that is all Boxing Day and whatever else they want to call it. So you must use that time for what? 
Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Lawadittu annaha fi qalbi kulli insanin min ummati. It is my heart's desire that every member, every person of this ummah, male, female, adult and child, should by heart and memorize Surah Yasin. Chapter 36, 83 verses. Every day you learn one, two, two, three verses. Before the school madrasa resumes, you will know it by heart. So remember that that is mentioned in Musnad Bazaar. Then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, لَوَدِدْتُ أَنَّهَا فِي قَلْبِ كُلِّ إِنسَانٍ مِنْ أُمَّتِي That another surah I have, those firm desire, ardent strong desire, each one of you should by heart it and learn it. Surah Tabarak, Surah Mulk, Surah Tabarak, chapter 67 and 30 ayat. So every day one, one verse will include the weekend. So in one month you will know it. But who is going to do it? That's the thing. So that is my advice. For you youngsters and that, go with Tablik Jamaat. In the holidays, three days, ten days, one week, you must remember, ten days, forty days, whatever. So very, very good. You must remember. You won't become a Waliullah, but you will get direction in life. Remember that. And if you go like to Darulum and so forth, then it will be much more easier for you. So remember that if you go out in a part of Allah, then it will be much more easier for you that you learn all this. So don't kill time, rather use the time, inshallah, Aziz. Mufti Sahib, we see Jazakallah khairan for this afternoon's Q&A program. We request Mufti Sahib to conclude with the dua, inshallah. Okay, before the dua, remember that we are back here in at home now after the long trip there and all that, Dundee, Newcastle and wherever. And now this week we'll be in Cape Town, inshallah, Aziz, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I sent out the program already, but we'll send it out during the course of the week. So cup start again, inshallah, Qasimul Ulum. And we thank all our directors Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and the trustees and so forth of all the radio stations, the directors of you understand, Radio Lansar International and of Sirius FM our Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal Allah to reward them, all our brothers, Buti Ghani of Wakhis Muhammad Khan, Ye of Lanesha and our Maulanas, Moana Abdul Aziz Amot and our Moana Ahmad Dokrat, the Day Brothers Day in Durban, we thank you Hafiz Wadi, Barakallahu Fikum Jazakallahu Khair, each one of us remember never ever lose hope in the mercy of Allah speak to Allah any language out of Salat and say Ya Allah grant Hamas victory grant Palestinians victory Ya Allah decimate destroy the Jutlas Ya Allah let them run away from there and go from where they came from Ya Allah over thousand places they were remember expelled from there if you read their history so Ya Allah you expel them from the land of Palestine and let it be go back to the Palestinians, Masjid al-Aqsa. So many things there are. A person can Gaza al-Mubarakah. So make dua Allah Ta'ala grants them a superb, magnificent victory. There is talk that the Mossad agents are there in Qatar and they want to discuss a ceasefire and so forth. So Wallahu A'lam, Allah alone knows what will happen. Let us make dua.
Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya Mursaleen Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Ajma'een Allah maghfir lahum Warhamhum wa sadkinhum fil jannah Allah mazukhum jannat al-firdaus al-a'la Allah manquluhum min diqi al-hud Ila jannatika jannat al-khulud Fi siddim makhdud Wa talhim mandud Wa dillim mamdud Ya ghafuru ya wadud This dua is for all those who passed away we visited the graveyard Heidelberg and then Newcastle Denhauser and everywhere else in the world where people passed away with Iman Islam we should always beg Almighty Allah Rabbana khfil lana wal ikhwanina alladheena sabakuna bil iman wa la tajal fi qulubina ghillan lilladheena amanu Rabbana inakarawufur rahim Allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin al muhtallin al ghasibin Allahumma ahsim adada waqduluhum badada wa la tubqim محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وارنا مناسكنا وتبلينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة ما يصفون وسلامنا مرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين 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 Okay next up will be remember Hafiz Yusuf Kala and then the Azan first four o'clock news with Suleiman Esop and then Hafiz Yusuf Kala and then the Asr Adhan inshallah thereafter at around 10 past 4 shaitan ke waswase so how the shaitan tries and bring doubt deception in our hearts and minds by Moana Salim Dorat of Leicester UK 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock Qasida Burda explained by Mufti Yusuf Mangera he is also there in the UK 6 to 7 repeat of the fiqh and that is a very interesting lesson but brother Suleiman Esop and myself which we did on Thursday 7 to 8 will be not kirat so that will be of Suleiman mashallah and that will be 7 to 8 8 to 9 will be the repeat of the medical file with brother Shafat Ahmed Khan so he gets all these doctors and so forth very good mashallah and repeat of the discussion Mona Arafat and Mona Nasrim Karim Allah reward them and then 10 to 11 will be that Mona Abu Bakr Aku mashallah his son completed his also now Marhum son imagine what the great honor it is that his young son completed and he will make special dua for his beloved father who passed away Shaheed Allah Ta'ala grant them all Jannatul Firdaus Al-A'la tomorrow 4 o'clock the Azan will go for Fajr and thereafter or 5 to 4 and thereafter 5 past 4, 6 past 6 past 4 we will come down and we will carry on back as normal, normal inshallah al-Aziz. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. As well as to the directors and the sound engineers and esteemed listeners of the various radio stations. Until next time, wassallahu ala nabiyil ummiyi fi amani lama as-salama. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, it's uh, 13 minutes after 9, uh, South African time on this beautiful night.